Hello friends, welcome to Marriage Sucks Podcast. This is episode number four. Number four, talking about junk in the trunk. No, we will not be talking about my wife's amazing booty. We're talking about what we brought into our marriage. <laughs> Can I say that? Yeah. I mean, you just did. All right, I'm doing it. We're leaving it. Let's keep going. Today, we're celebrating our wedding anniversary. We are today six years. Today's the big six, so congrats to us. Feels way longer than that, though. One thing we can honestly say that we've learned is that everything that happened in our lives before marriage has come up, and all the negative things that either we decided to do or that were done towards us, man, those things have risen to the surface, and they are a wide range of things from insecurities we both had that were really serious to issues with pride or being really selfish. I mean, I didn't realize how selfish of a person I was until we were married. That was a fun realization. Uh, from rejection, there's just so many things I think that that we've really seen rise to the surface in, in our marriage. And I think in every healthy marriage, this is going to happen. Yeah. And today we're going to focus on the scripture in Psalms 23.3. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. And I I know that we probably didn't walk into marriage fully um, acknowledging this, but what I've learned and what I know to be true is that God didn't intend marriage to be something that's going to make each of us happy. And it's not about being happy. It's about being whole and um, being restored to him and what the scripture is talking about. It lead, he leads me in the path of righteousness and to help us be, become righteous when it comes to in relationship with him and for sanctification, not just for ourselves. I will say that although it's true what you said about it's not about our happiness, I do think the more you and I have embraced that we can work on our things together and we can work through our issues together, it's brought deeper happiness it's not just surface level like i love you you're hot your junk is amazing it's like (laughs) it's deeper happiness the more that we've gotten into marriage we've realized that the happiness can be deeper and it can be more fulfilling sure i think you experience true joy in the in the process of sanctification and being sanctified and i i we experience happiness Mm -hmm. in that one of the biggest things that we've had to walk through and learn about bringing some junk into our marriage is from our families. And I learned that because my family really did not do well in terms of bringing up what wasn't going on. Uh, I'm sorry, what, what we didn't bring up what wasn't going well. We were not good at saying, hey, I'm struggling with this, or this in our family is not going well. We were pretty private about that. Even in our family, we just didn't really talk about it. Mom, Dad, I love you. I love you with all my heart, but we just weren't great at that. And so I think I brought part of that into being married to you where I don't think I even knew sometimes how to bring up the things that just didn't feel right or that were bad or that were just uncomfortable. And I would try to just avoid it. Yeah. I think for example, if something got on Andy's nerves or frustrated him or hurt his feelings, we would go weeks or months later until he would say, hey, that really hurt my feelings where it was like, 
why didn't you just tell me that from the beginning instead of it coming out in all these other ways when for him it was like, well, I didn't want to upset you or I didn't want to, you know, frustrate you or it's like, no, you have to tell me those things because then we can't fix that. We can't do something about it. And I know that's uncomfortable for Andy more because of how he was raised. And for me and in, in our house, it was totally the opposite. If you were getting like, or if someone was getting on your nerves or you were getting on someone else's nerves, you were going to know that right away. And we probably didn't ever say it in the nicest way. Not in a <laughs> or a healthy way at all we would yell fight scream if you were hurt or upset or angry you would say whatever was on your mind and it was hurtful but um Andy and I together in our marriage have had have had to meet in the middle on that and realize there's a loving way to communicate something and being opened to that and being able to communicate how we are feeling mm-hmm. yeah we had to realize that just because that's what we were raised in or the situation you might have been raised in, that doesn't mean that that's how you have to move forward. And probably it might not be the healthiest to just assume that whatever you experience is the right way to do it. I think we also really experienced, and we'll go into more detail about dating in a different episode, but um, that we brought in a lot. And I would say for Abby and I, this is one of our biggest regrets as we both look back on our life before being married is we brought in a lot of baggage from our dating relationships and the two main things that I think I think it's safe for us to say we agree on is we had a lot of physical baggage just from getting too serious, too physical with dating relationships, and that would be crossing so many boundaries that really affected our marriage. They affected our sex life. I mean, a lot of things that even we're still working through that we brought in from dating. Uh, and kind of the opposite of that, but just as serious, would be how attached and how um, intimate spiritually were we with somebody. And I think in some of our dating relationships, you know, we would pray together, which is a good thing. I'm not saying don't be spiritual with the person you're dating, but I, I do think you should realize how much that can attach you to somebody and how that can make it really difficult when you are going to break up or when you realize this isn't the right thing, that not just the physical stuff that you do, and that's a huge impact, huge impact, but how spiritual you are can be just as devastating to really pull away from. Well, I think with that, it would be in a situation from my experience where it wasn't a healthy relationship and yet we were praying together. We were doing all these things together and there was a spiritual connection that was harder to break when it was necessary to be out of the relationship. And I think I mentioned it, but we are not advocating that you're not spiritual or that you don't pray with someone. I think that's important, but I think you just need to realize as you're taking steps physically, the spiritual steps are almost just as important. Mm-hmm. They, re- they really have major consequences. Yeah. Um, I I know that in part of my story with sexual abuse and there was verbal abuse. Um, this is before we were married. That has, yes, before we were married, which again, we'll talk about in in our dating episode, but those things brought in a ton of hurt and just broken pieces that affected Andy and I's relationship and even the trust. I, I know that there were plenty of things that shaped and formed men and my idea of men and then marrying Andy. I really had to work on a lot of that and find healing in that with God and really taking that to him and to counseling and how 
you know, that affected me as a child and affected me as a teenager and then as an adult and then being married and the dynamic that marriage creates with those things and how they can come out and sometimes in very poor ways, unhealthy ways. Mm-hmm. I think we've said it before, but the overall theme for this episode and what we've learned in our marriage is that everything will impact your marriage. Everything that, that happened before it will have an impact, good or bad. I mean, absolutely everything will cause emotions, frustration, um, anger, uh, trust issues, all this stuff. And so I think the biggest thing that we have had to talk about over the past few years is that we shouldn't be surprised that we keep running into things that we need to work on because a healthy marriage relationship, these are going to rise to the surface. There's going to be times where my selfishness might come up and you, being a loving wife and, and knowing how to do this the right way, can say, you could bring it up to me. And I could say, oh, that's you're right. We should work on that. I should work on that. And there's going to be any number of things that you have to deal with. But one important recommendation that we've found successful is that you should keep the problem the problem. It's really easy as these things are coming up to let the other person be the issue or let their what they brought into it be the source of your pain or your anger. But really, you have to remember that Um, The problem is the problem. You can't fight each other all the time. You need to work on the problem together. Also, when we look at that spiritually, I know that the enemy likes to use things like this to be, to cause division in marriages. And I, and I know that in the middle of working through some of these things, it can often feel like the other person is the problem. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to remember that the enemy is really good at that and he will place things from your past to cause division in your marriage. And though that is where I think we talk about really understanding how much that can affect and come out in your marriage and, um, and, and just doing your best to actively pursue healing with God. And if that's counseling, if that's, um, a safe, couple or someone that you're going to I think those are some some tools and some resources that could be really helpful I know I say this a lot in most of our episodes but I think you need to communicate and learn how to communicate better all the time almost all the things I think you and I run into somehow a a portion of it traces back to we didn't communicate effectively I didn't communicate that that hurt my feelings or you didn't communicate something it it really makes me mad how much communication can be a thing that we have to work on, but I'm learning it's going to be a lifelong journey that we're on together to learn how to talk to each other the right way, how to really work through things the right way. It's just a really, it's a great thing, but it's also very frustrating um, at the same time. I know, Abby, you mentioned the idea of counseling, and I would say you and I can't recommend enough that if you're walking through serious problems and like we have, like issues that you brought in from some relationships that there was sexual abuse or verbal abuse. There's things that I brought in with lust and pornography. We'll get to that again later. Some of those really serious things, you and I could both see that there was a problem, but I do think you need to understand that there might be things that are out of our control to fix ourselves. We really might need someone who's a professional to speak into it or to walk us through kind of that really difficult journey of healing and understanding how we can support the other person through it uh, because as much as I like to think you and I have all the answers and us just praying together is going to work wonderful, it does. But I do think you have to have an open and honest relationship to say, we need help. 
in this area, this is a big enough thing that we're going to have to spend the money. We're going to have to go and find someone that we trust and we're going to have to get some professional help. Yeah. I think it's easy also for a lot of people to think that counseling would be a waste of money or you don't need to go or you have, you can fix it all. And I think that's a really prideful thing to feel and to think that you would not need professional help when it comes to these issues arising and becoming greater like really deep issues yeah then then something you can just resolve yourself yeah i mean i think it's sad but i mean we've talked about this before we even started recording and it's not a fun thing to think about with how prevalent divorce is right now just i mean in in our culture but even with the people that we know and some of our good friends and how sad it is to see people go down this path and to to not pursue help and to not pursue, first of all, what does Jesus want for them? How can Jesus help their relationship? People stop going to church. People don't go to counseling. And um, we've had honest looks at that with some of our really good friends and how painful it is to watch someone get to that place of they don't think they have an issue. They don't want to get help. They want to be selfish. They don't want to work on the things that they brought into marriage. They think by finding someone else, it's just going to go away. And it's it's not. What I'm learning, even as we've been married six wonderful years now, is it doesn't really matter who I would have married. These problems are going to come up. It's not about me finding the right person to fix those things. It's about yeah. finding the right person to walk through with me to fix those things. Yeah. Because that's a... We all have stuff. I mean, if we're honest, every person listening, me and you, we all have some serious stuff that we've brought in. Whether we decided it and we had bad choices that we made or what was done to us, we all have junk. I'll get back to talking about the junk in your trunk. It's amazing. I think it's (laughs) awesome. But the junk in our marriage is there. And if you're in a marriage or you're dating, just realize you're bringing something into it. If you're at a place where you're thinking that you're not, that's a scary place to be. Mm. to think that you don't have something that you have to work on. Um, I would say in the the last couple things we're talking about, um, one thing we've really learned together, you and I, is that we choose our closest circle of friends really carefully. And we have a lot of friends. I love that we fill our time with being with people and we're outgoing. we We have great relationships. But I'm talking about the select few that we will really seek out advice from or that we'll let speak into our lives. Um, It's a really small number. And we choose it very carefully because we're going to be very honest with them about things that are happening. And we want real feedback um, from people that we really trust. That's a that's a really sensitive thing to not just run to whoever's been your best friend for a long time. You have to figure out who's steps ahead of you and how do you enter into a relationship where they can help coach your marriage or coach um, your relationships. Yeah, I think we're just wrapping up. We want to encourage you to commit to getting better together and to realizing that like Andy said even when things go bad and they're hard in a marriage it doesn't mean that you run to someone else to that that's going to make it better because it's not those things have been there since before you've been married and they're going to be there until you choose to deal with them and to face them and to find healing in that it doesn't matter who you're with or who you're without, you could, you know, come out of the marriage and never be with anyone again. But it, it's still going to be there. And and our encouragement to you would be to to first go to God with that and and hear His His voice in that and 
what does he have for you? What does he want for you? And his word and, and then finding healthy support and people to come around you and do it with you and, and then finding help like counseling if that's necessary. I think the last thing for me uh, before we sign off and we let you get back to whatever it is you're doing, it would be to make sure that you celebrate the wins. And that would be as you're working on something, there's always going to be something that you and I are working on, but I think we're getting better at once we really turn a corner that we can celebrate, hey, we're getting better at that. Like we're communicating a lot more effectively than we used to. Or in this area, we're really learning how to give each other grace and walk through this together. Make sure you celebrate and you find ways that are fun for you guys um, to celebrate as you find success and as you work on your relationship. You'll see it get better. And we can attest to that over the six years we've been together we can look back and say we've come a long way and there's still a lot to face moving forward i'm sure um but i'm excited about where we are and that we're going to celebrate all of our victories along the way yeah i really i really suck at that you do but that's okay i'm a lot of things. <laughs> I'm doing my best to get better but the thing is that's not your strong suit but your junk is really good Okay. Well, back to what you were saying there, though, as we do wrap this up. <laughs> yes. Yes. Without talking about my junk. Um, I know that it's really easy for me to sit on, okay, we've we worked on this, we've conquered this, now let's go on to the next thing and to the next thing and next thing. And, and like Andy said, being able to celebrate that win. And I struggle with that. I struggle with celebrating, hey, we've been doing really good. Let's rest where we are just for a little bit. And I think I have this fear that if we don't just keep tackling stuff, then those broken pieces will just stay as they are. And and I, and I know God has a lot of grace and mercy for to fill in those gaps. And I, I'm i doing my best to lean in on that, and I would encourage you to lean in on that as yeah, well. Yeah, you have to celebrate. It can't always be just working on things. Now, there's always going to be something to work on, but... You can be in the midst of working on something and still celebrate what you just came from. Yeah. Otherwise, there's just no there's no happiness in the celebration. It's just, oh, that was really hard. We got through it. What's the next really hard thing? Yeah. That's pretty miserable. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I hope that you guys enjoyed uh, this episode. I hope you uh, enjoyed listening. And I would just encourage you, if you have any questions for us, please reach out with an email uh, at marriagesuckspodcast at gmail.com or... You can find us on Instagram. How do they find us, Abigail? At Marriage Sucks Podcast. We would love to hear from you and talk to you. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram as we give away stuff every once in a while and we jump on Instagram live uh, randomly. All right. We're out. <laughs>